I take this opportunity to greet you and to thank you for tuning in. And I want to encourage you to stay with me to the very end of this brief video. My name is Jesse Mwai, a pastor with Crisis Janssen Ministries in Nairobi, Kenya. For the past two sessions, we have been having a conversation which I have entitled The Perils and the Triumphs of Giftedness. And we have looked at various aspects of what it means to be gifted. And uh, our working definition, of course, biblically based, uh, is that giftedness is that precious endowment of potentially outstanding abilities which allows a person to interact with the environment with remarkably high levels of achievement and creativity. And we have uh, taken into account a few individuals, a few characters in the Bible, characters that we love, we read about, and characters that we, who we draw a lot of inspiration from. And we looked at people like Joseph, looking at how gifted he was, David, of old, a man who was a man of a God's own heart and yet highly gifted. Uh, Daniel, a man gifted with a gift of uh, administration and uh, civil service. Or Esther, that young beautiful lady who was a good strategist. And the Apostle Paul who wore so many hats and was gifted in so many different areas. And we have discovered that there are some, some of us and maybe you're that person who God has gifted in certain ways and certain things come to you easily, naturally. We put you in any environment and uh, certain gifts just come into, into play and you're able to do certain things, whether it's gift, gifts uh, intellectually, you're able to think, you're a smart thinker, you're a strategist, or probably you're a great teacher of the word. Maybe you're gifted musically and uh, when you pick up that, that guitar or maybe you sit on a piano, just something happens uh, with you or, or just uh, you're, you're gifted with creativity. But there are gifts that just come into play wherever you are and you find yourself just being able to do certain things that everybody else struggles with but for you. You're able to, those things just flow out of, they ooze out of you almost so effortlessly. And the challenge sometimes with that, especially for gifted people, is that you can begin looking down on other people because you will begin wondering, why is, why is he struggling with that? Why are they struggling with that? What you don't realize is that they're struggling with it because they're not gifted the way you are. God gifted you, but they are probably don't have the same, same kind of gifting that you have. We normally describe this giftedness as a level of anointing, that inner unction that God has put inside of you. Today we want to conclude this series and we have looked at the perils and we have looked at the triumphs, the good side and the bad side or the triumphs and the challenges of being gifted. Today we want to look at um, now the gifted person. So then I am gifted and you're saying, Pastor, what do I do? I can't help you. This is who God made me to be. I think the first thing is to always remember this. If you are a gifted person, your gift will always make a way for you. That's what the Bible says. It will always make a way. You don't have to struggle. You don't have to strive with people. You don't have to argue with people. You don't have to manipulate your way. Your gift will make a way for you. People will always make a demand on that gift. Whenever you find people who manipulate situations, connive, or people who use trickery to get positions, to get power, to get wealth, it's simply because they are not gifted. But gifted people don't have to do all those things. Your gift will make a way for you. Number two, 
if you are gifted, your gift will actually bring you before kings and great people. Your gift will bring you before, it will not bring you before, one translation in the Bible says that it will not bring you before obscure men. It will bring you before greatness, before great people. You know, doors will open for you that like you have never imagined. Things will begin beckoning, you know, on you. You know, things you never even thought possible. And it doesn't matter who you are, who you know, who you don't know. Those things don't really matter. When you're truly gifted, somehow God will bring you even before great people. Number three is that your gifts, by the way, cannot be shut down nor destroyed and you have an obligation to use them optimally. Nothing in this world, no devil in hell can destroy the gift that God has put inside of you. It is there. You know, the gifts that God gives us are, are without repentance. If you are just gifted, you simply are gifted. No matter what trouble you go through, that gift will never leave you. It is always inside of you. See, Jeremiah was so, one time, was so discouraged. He was a gifted prophet from his mother's womb. God had already set him apart to be a prophet, prophet to the nations. Jeremiah was working hard using his gift, but seeing very little fruit, very little outcome. And one time he was so discouraged and he said, I'm no longer going to preach in this name anymore. But then he himself, his own testimony says, but the word in me, in other words, the giftedness in me was like fire shut up in my bones. He realized that he himself could not deny his own gifting. Even if he tried to keep quiet, that gift will always trouble him and will always stir him up. Number four, if you are gifted, you must, listen, and this is very critical and important, find your identity in Christ, not in your gift, and let Christ's light shine through you. Your identity is not in what you can do. Your identity is not in your giftedness. Your identity must always be in Jesus Christ. Because he has redeemed us, because he loves us, because that's who we are called to be. There is a big danger when you begin defining yourself by the things that you are able to do, the things that you can do, when you do that, you will bring your life to destruction, I assure you. But find your identity in Christ. Number five is guard your heart against bitterness. We discovered that gifted people, one of the things that they go through consistently, constantly, and they will continue going through till the day they die, is rejection. They, they, they live with rejection. That is just, that's just part of the whole package. The problem with rejection is that if you do not understand, if you do not respond to it well, it can, it can create roots of bitterness in your heart. Gifted people are supposed to be cognizant of the fact that rejection is a fact of life. Do not allow bitterness to take root in your heart or in your life. Allow, detox, bring it before God and say, yes, this is painful, this is difficult, but I'm not going to be, because bitterness will poison your soul. Yes, you will still be able to shine. You can still be able to go and preach. You can still be able to go and sing. And you can be, still be able to dazzle people with your giftedness. But on the inside, your soul is dying. Guard your heart against a bitter spirit. Number six, if you're gifted, remember, you are on the enemy's hit list. Actually, 
you, you are on top of that hit list. And there are assassins that have been assigned and they are assigned to you consistently on a daily basis to come and take you out, to kill you. If only they can destroy you. If only they can, they can kill your character. That is why gifted people will always be attacked. There are people who are out to discredit you. You remember the Apostle Paul, they tried to discredit him through and through. David, they tried to discredit him through and through. They will say all manner of lies and they will, people will, will, will bear false witness. If you are gifted, believe me, you will always have people who will lie about you, who will try to character assassinate you because you are on the enemy's hit list and the enemy wants to destroy you. Number seven is that Please remember, no matter what you go through, if you are gifted, your triumphs, remember we are talking about triumphs and perils, your triumphs will always win over your perils. They will always outweigh your perils. No matter what you go through, my friend, if you're gifted, those triumphs will always outweigh the perils that you go through, the troubles that you go through, the tribulations that you go through. Why? Because God has his hand on you because God wants to use you, because God wants to elevate you. Now, as we've been sharing about giftedness, I'm sure I'm talking to some really gifted people out there. Take comfort in the fact that, that no matter how many perils you go through, the Apostle Paul was such a good example for us. He went through so many troubles, so many tribulations. I mean shipwrecks and his life was endangered in so many ways, in so many times. But because of the gift that was in him, God kept him alive. Because of the gift that is inside of you, God will keep you alive. Listen, because of the gift that is inside of you, God will provide for your needs. Because of the gift that is inside of you, God will make a way for you. Because of the gift that is inside of you, God will always make a way for you. Your gift cannot lie in you, idol. Whatever you do, even in a moment of discouragement or depression, always remember that you are gifted for a reason. And the one who gifted you holds you accountable for the gifts that he has bestowed on you. I trust that this series has been a blessing to you and has uh, shed some light on some aspects and areas of your life. Maybe you've been in a state of confusion. You know you're gifted. You know you're highly favored. You know there's something that God wants to do in your life, but you've been wondering how to navigate through it. I just hope that this a uh, brief series has kind of shed some light and will help you in your next phase and in the next level where God is taking. God bless you. Share this with somebody if it has been a blessing to you. Until next time. Amen. <music>